Coffee with Coaster Bro is back, motherfucker. Good to be back, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee with Coaster Bro. I've got my coffee in my hand and my new Frontier City mug. Wow, Frontier City. I got the new mug from Frontier City. It was the only mug at Frontier City that didn't have a dead daddy long legs in it. So um, I figured that was a good a good um, option for a cup, not a dead a dead spider. So um, got a great mug. All right, it's good to be back. I need to figure out an intro. This is a podcast now too. So <laughs> recording and doing an Instagram live, it's so overwhelming. I'm so overwhelmed right now. But Merry Christmas to you guys. Kind of still feels like Christmas. It's the day after Christmas, it was a Saturday, it's a Sunday, so um, that's pretty odd. This is such a throwback, been a while, thank you Prairie Coasting. Logan in the chat, good to see you man, I'm surprised you're awake, uh, good for you. Uh, Alright, so we're going to jump into this copy of Coaster Bro, and like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. It used to just be like I'd be interacting, and uh, it was just an Instagram show, but it's also an audio show now. So i got to figure out how to do both, we're going to find out. So, good to see you guys as you're popping in. What's up? Whoa. Sean is in the chat room. And he's like, whoa, what's going on here? Coffee with Coaster Bro. It's actually back. What? What? All right. We're going to hop into the news. And then I got a few segments for you guys. And then if you do ask some questions, just put them in the question box. I'm going to do questions at the end now. And um, I may or may not have a little surprise for the people that asked questions. Who knows? By the way, the coffee I'm drinking, uh, pumpkin cream cold brew today. I feel like I have to get this in because I think Starbucks ends the, the fall flavors very soon, maybe the beginning of the year. So uh, I know these days are numbered until I can get them again. Oh, delicious. It's so good. All right, we're going to hop into the news here. Uh, we're going to just go back a few weeks. In the news, so we've got Hollywood Nights. That's where that's where I'm like cutting it off. The Hollywood Nights announcement from a few weeks ago. They came out and said, you know what? This thing's too damn busy. We're like we've got ERT on Voyage, and you have to wait like two hours to ride one ride. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna cut it down, and we're gonna do a lottery. That's what they decided to do. Coaster enthusiasts didn't really like it. Even though they were kind of, you know, complaining about it earlier in the season. And I don't know how I feel about it. I Honestly, I'm not really a... I don't have a lot of interest in going to Hollywood Nights because it's so overcrowded. So I think in my mind, I'm like, less people is probably a good thing. But from what I hear, it's all about hanging out with friends at Holiday World and not doing much of anything and riding coasters. So... Maybe it's not the right thing. I don't know. But I'm going to say, I like the idea. I do kind of wish they maybe just did like two weekends of it. Just to like split it in half and I don't know. So that there could be, I don't know if there'd be like an A team and a B team of Hollywood Nights. That'd be kind of strange. But what can you do? You've got, a, you've got an enthusiast event that's so popular. I don't think you're going to make everybody happy. So in the end, I think they're doing the right thing. All right, Alabama Splash. Is set to get a new roller coaster, and boy, is it underwhelming. They are getting the 
Wild Mouse Coaster. I think it was called something Lightning, Wild Lightning maybe. And uh, that, that just operated like two hours down the road and they're going to bring it to Alabama Splash. If I was a Southern enthusiast, I'd be so mad. <laughs> it's like I've already got the credit. You're getting a new coaster. I can't even get a new credit out of it. But um, kind of an interesting addition. I do think like when you look at the coaster lineup there, you've got Rampage, which is an amazing wooden roller coaster. Nothing's going to beat that probably in like years for that park. That's going to be like the staple for a long time. Then you've got the Cinespeed, the best named, the best named Wacky Worm of all time. And then uh, this Wild Mouse. So I think it's a, a good lineup. I mean, that, that park is mostly water park anyway. So it's good to see them get a new roller coaster. But um, gosh, you just kind of wish it was something new. Give me a reason to go back, you know. I, I've already got the credit. I don't need to go back. I'm just going back for Rampage, which is... So it's like no change for enthusiasts that live in the South. Because they already have the credit. Anyway. Peppa Pig update. Alright, so... For those of you that have been paying attention to the In The Loop Fantasy League, I have been in that... Last year I won it. I was, it was my first year in that league, and I won it. And I was like, this is the easiest league of all time. And then this year, I draft my team, everybody gets injured. I have to, I have to be on the waiver wire the whole time. And I'm in the loser's bracket. And the loser of this league has to go to Peppa Pig in Florida, the new Peppa Pig land, and be there from open to close, just all day, by yourself in a daddy pig t-shirt. And um, it's coming down to, I might be that guy. Now luckily I've had, um, there's been a few games, and I had somebody just go off. A.J. Brown finally showed up for my team for the first time all year, scored like 20 points, and I'm playing Kenny, who is like notoriously the worst player, but he's actually pretty good this year, and uh, I'm I'm projected to beat him in this first week so far. So things are looking good. I'm hoping that Kenny will Kenny, and I can just not go to Peppa Pig Land. But if I do, I do get like some money for winning. So um, from last year, so I might just pair the losing and winning trip together. And do something special for myself if I lose. So not a huge deal if I lose. Don't let the guys know. But um, And I get a new coaster credit out of it if I lose. But um, things aren't looking great. But they're, they're looking better than they did before I, you know, a couple days ago. For real, just ride Daddy Pig Coaster. If you do lose. Overkill Coasters. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the, the, the good part. Is you, you get the credit. And you don't have to pay for the credit because... It's going to be a free ticket, so the thing is we'd have to ride all the other rides that we can ride. <laughs> it's, it's a rule, so. All right, so there is a, this one was kind of interesting to me, new Alpine coaster coming outside of St. Louis, which is going to be another another coaster credit for your boy Coaster Bro here, because St. Louis is not that far away. Um, it's actually in Grafton, Illinois, which is just a little bit north of St. Louis, um, north of the Mississippi, the mighty Mississippi River. And it's going. It's coming to Aries Resort. It's kind of like Air Force One, but or Airy Force One, but it's a resort in Illinois apparently. And uh, it's not going to be like your best one at all. It, it's probably going to be similar to the one I rode at Copperhead Mountain Coaster uh, down to Branson. But you know, a credit is a credit, so uh, that's pretty exciting. And you, you don't really go to St. Louis and think, wow. I bet somebody builds a mountain coaster here. No, 
Although, Six Flags St. Louis could get away with a mountain coaster. Make it an upcharge. They've got some pretty land behind there. It's probably not theirs. But um, they've got some nice topography there. Yeah. All right. Lagoon. Lagoon. There was a fire in the candy shop. A fire in the candy shop. And it started on like a Saturday morning. And they put it out. And they said, all right, fire's gone. A couple hours later in the evening time, the fire came back. How does fire come back? Did they not get all the fire the first time? Anyway, it burned down the candy shop and it burned down the kitty bumper cars. A huge tragedy at Lagoon. Hopefully those kids get some sort of bumper cars back. I feel like you could make bumper cars happen before the season comes back for those kids, you know? I do feel that way. But um, sad day for Lagoon, especially for your kid. Which a lot of kids, a lot of kids at Lagoon. You got kids raising kids at Lagoon. There's big families there. Um, so that's actually a pretty big deal for that park. They probably also like candy. Anyhow, Skyscreamer at Fiesta Texas had a new addition to their um, their ride, the Skyscreamer. And what they did is, you know, on those sky coasters, you get um, the flight suit. They've like taken a row of the seats out and added flight suits. So where you can ride Skyscreamer, that swing that goes in a circle hundreds of feet in the air in one of those uh, sky coaster suits. And I love the idea. I think that's really cool. Um, you're going to be flying like Superman. That, that's kind of how flying should be. Like there shouldn't really be flying roller coasters. This is what it should be. I don't need a pretzel loop. Give me, let me fly in a circle. Anyway. It's a cool idea. I hope it doesn't kill capacity, because I feel like it might. I don't know if it's an upcharge, either. Would that be an upcharge at the park? I don't know. Overkill Coaster says, Lightning struck the same place twice. Dang. Yeah, I don't know how a place burns down after, after it already tried to. In the same day. It's not a good day. But at least it wasn't like one of their... Like awesome coasters. That would suck. Cannibal? What if cannibal? What if cannibal burned down? That would be a tragedy. Alright. The biggest news, in my opinion, that dropped this week. Um, Adventureland in Des Moines, Iowa. One of my favorite kind of family-owned parks. Has been sold to Palace. Palace, notorious for... Basically taking Kennywood and not running Kennywood as well as it used to run. Um, and it's kind of mixed emotions here. For me, I think, fuck this. This is not good. This is We've got a, we've got a family-owned amusement park, and now it's corporately owned. We don't have many family-owned amusement parks left. So it's like, it's sad to see it join a, a corporation. And some people are like, I don't see the big deal. Those are the people that haven't been to Adventureland yet. They don't get it. They don't get that it has charm. And that it doesn't need this corporate claw over it. So, it's really sad. Um, I'm going to, you know, the only the only good thing I could possibly see coming out of this is that they get some weird big coaster down the road. That honestly, prob it's kind of like Steel Curtain. Like, Steel Curtain's awesome, but does Steel Curtain fit in Kennywood? Like, why is it there? It do, I don't think it makes sense. 
I kind of worry that Adventureland is going to get like an awesome coaster. It's kind of a weird worry, but like the park is really good, and it's going to be sad to see just like weird additions to it. I don't know. And there is a chance. I mean, that season pass just got a lot more value. You, you're looking at one of the most expensive regional parks that, like, the season pass there is like, I think it's like $300. It's a lot of money. So I think next year you're going to see that price drop quite a bit, which, if it does, I'll probably be a season pass holder um, for sure. And then I'd probably, I'd probably sneak in Kennywood. So like, there's the good stuff coming out of it. But uh, I just worry about the operations of that park and, and, and I, a park that has so much charm. I don't want to see that go away. So, it's um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I am skeptical. I'm very skeptical of that that acquisition. All right, the old Zambezi <laughs> Zambezi Zinger. Too many Z's. As you all know, decades ago, moved to Colombia, and uh, recently derailed. Which is a Schwarzkopf thing. I don't know what the hell. Like, Schwarzkopf, since it's been out of business, like, those things just derail all the time. But, gonna be interesting to see. I don't, I don't know that there was any serious injuries or not. Um, it was like low to the ground when it derailed. So, that's probably a good thing. I don't really know. It's probably not fun to ride a derailing coaster, if I had to guess. Um,. But it derailed, so you kind of wonder, is the park going to cut ties with this coaster now? Is it officially gone forever? Questions, questions, questions. Not that I was ever going to go to Columbia to ride this. I already have the credit. I don't need to go to Columbia to re-ride Nostalgia. But um, it is sad to see it derail. Hopefully, another company can come in and be like, hey, I can make this thing not derail. That'd be nice. But just keep an eye out. That might be done forever. Who knows? All right, and then the last bit of news, Six Flags Corporate had some high-level layoffs, uh, which is very sad. Very sad to see. Um, a few of the names I recognize from when I used to work there, um, a couple badasses got laid off, that's for sure. Um, but these are higher-level, like, big-salary people, so basically an email was sent out, I guess, that basically said that um, we have all these kind of middle-management, upper-corporate that that um, like part GMs report to. So he said, we're cutting that out. They're reporting to me. These people are laid off. I think it was like six people or so. But sad news. But um, also a little bit worrisome. Six Flags kind of a... There's some heavy rumors coming out that Six Flags St. Louis will get rid of their holiday event um, next year. Which... I kind of get because it wasn't a great event. I went uh, a couple years ago with my wife and her friend, and it was like two degrees out. It was terribly cold. So, like, nothing was running. And there was, like, nothing to do when the park is too cold. So, I kind of feel like the Six Flags Holiday in the Park model works for, like, southern parks or big parks that can kind of pull it off. But Six Flags St. Louis, you could tell, like, they didn't budget a whole lot into it. There wasn't a lot of care into that product, so I get why it's going away. But um, I think I think the world is just better with holiday events. So it's kind of sad to see like this big spike of holiday events, and then parks kind of reeling it in, saying, eh, "Maybe not. Maybe we don't do this anymore," which is sad. 
because um, I do like that extended season quite a bit, quite a bit. All right, so that's the news. Um, next segment of the show, we're going to have the Scrambler of the Week. You know, the Coaster Cuzzies. We love Scramblers around here. And we're going to highlight some, and I'm going to rank the Scrambler based off of the information that I'm able to find on said Scrambler. Now, the thing is, Scramblers, there's not a lot of information out there. You know, you get some information on, like, when it opened, maybe it relocated in the park or to a different park. So... It is what it is, but I gotta highlight Scramblers because they're one of the best damn flat rides out there. On our Discord, we have the only Scramblers page where people go out and take pictures of Scramblers. And we just love them. So, Scrambler of the Week. We're going to Adventureland, staying on topic here. Adventureland, their Scrambler is called Scrambler. And yes, it is an Eli Bridge Company from 1974. So one of the most popular scrambler companies is the Eli Bridge. They also make some Ferris wheels out there. You can kind of tell just by the style of the car that it's an Eli Bridge kind of ride. Anyway, this one is your traditional factory silver. And it runs a pretty good cycle. I can't say it's too fast. I can't say it's too slow. It's um, looking at what's around it. It's a lot of grass. you got some kiddie rides around it. But it does have a prominent spot on the midway. So I think ridership is high. Not just because it's a scrambler, but because of its location in the park. So, let's see. There, a little bit of history with this. It was relocated in the park in 1993 and 2011. So it's had a couple spots in Adventureland itself. It used to be called the B Bavarian Scrambler. What's kind of funny about... Adventureland is they just have these little pockets of like themed lands but they're only like a ride or two big so this apparently used to be in the Bavarian section and then um, in 2011 it's called the Wrangler now it's called the Scrambler <laughs> there's your Scrambler of the Week so I am gonna I'm gonna rate each Scrambler just kind of based off of what I find and I think this Scrambler is a solid Scrambler I'm gonna give it a 7.3 out of 10 Adventureland's Scrambler. Alright, so another part of this show that I'm ripping off from a friend of mine. So there's a show called The Glow Show. This chick used to go to college with me. She's a good friend. She is very successful in the travel blogging and just entrepreneurship world. And she has an awesome, awesome podcast that you guys should listen to, The Glow Show. And I am ripping off one of her segments because I think it's a lot of fun. And we're calling this What's Up with Coaster Bro. What's up with them? So I'm going to go through. And we're going to say what is Coaster Bro blank. What's he doing? What's he thinking? What's he buying? What's he watching? What's he playing? That sort of stuff. Pretty simple. Alright, here we go. What is Coaster Bro doing right now? I'm learning more about podcasts. So... This is my first time ever doing a solo podcast and actually having to record myself and like editing the show because usually that's a theme park stuff thing. So I'm learning more about podcasts and um, that's pretty exciting stuff. What is Coaster Bro reading? <laughs> um, well, I am currently reading the, the first Harry Potter book. It's just not going very far. So I'm going to keep asking myself what is he reading so that like I can continue to read that book. And hold myself accountable because I want to read more. I love to read. 
don't do it very much. What is Coaster Bro thinking? Hmm. So I had this thought the other day. I ran into like um I guess a coworker and she was telling me about like her grandkid and that she went into like a lot of debt, a lot of credit card debt for Christmas. And in my head, and she told me about like how 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 many presents are in this room and it's like half of the room is full of presents presents for her grandkid. And then like my aunt brought up that like she used to go into credit card debt to buy me presents. And I'm like why do we do this to ourselves? If you can't afford presents, like don't buy so many. Don't go into credit card debt. Don't max out your credit card for it. It's just weird. I think that's it's a weird habit. So don't do that. Unless you have to, I guess. But like if you have to, like sell some stuff. And then like make your gifts meaningful. It it was weird to me. It's a weird Christmas thing to think you have to go into credit card debt to make somebody happy like it's it's your grandkid you can get him like cheap stuff you know just a weird thought of the week all right what am i learning learning how to podcast i said that already let's see what am i watching so i am forever behind in movies and that's like a hashtag i do on twitter and i decided well my wife decided my wife my wife tells me what movies i need to watch and that I would like, and she's awesome. I, somehow she knows what movies I would like and dislike. And we watched Seven for the first time, and that's a movie with like Brad Pitt, um, Morgan Freeman's in it, and um, it's it's about like a series of murders, seven murders, that are like the seven deadly sins, and the the, the killer is like going around and and killing like certain people. And you guys probably all know this, but it's, that's like new information for me. And boy, is it a thriller. I love that movie and recommend it to everybody who hasn't seen it. It's like a 1993 movie, something like that. Um, but man, it's so good. And um, the ending is is pretty thrilling. Pretty good movie. So if you haven't seen Seven, if you're also forever behind on movies... Go watch Seven. It's a good one. Alright. What am I avoiding? We have like a pile of presents from like all of our Christmases. And I've got to like sort them out and figure out where to put them. And I'm definitely avoiding that. I'm definitely avoiding the Christmas present organization. So much candy too. I'm avoiding eating all that candy. So much candy. What am I playing right now? Uh, just last week... I, I did something dangerous, and I bought the Pokemon Brilliant Diamond on Nintendo Switch, and I did this before, like, like I knew I was going to do Coffee with Coaster Bro, and I was worried that this was going to distract me so much that I wouldn't do Coffee with Coaster Bro, and it's a lot of fun. So, a, a little bit of background about my Pokemon knowledge, when I was a kid, I was... I was right on time for like Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Yellow, and uh, I don't know what was after that. But those were like the main ones. Like I, I prided myself on getting 150 on Red and just beating it and just being very bored after that. Um, so that was a big deal. And I think Brilliant Diamond came out a little bit after uh, 
I was just like, I'm too big for Pokemon. I don't play Pokemon anymore. And uh, it released out on the Switch kind of recently. And it's a lot of fun. This is like a whole different world. Because I was in the original region, and now this is a different region. I don't even know what the map is. So it's uh, it's been a really fun time. I don't know why Mew gets handed out so early. I ran into a guy that just gives me a level 1 Mew early in the game, and it feels like cheating. But my Mew's doing pretty awesome. Anyway, what am I doing next? What am I eating? I'm eating a lot of Reese's. I forgot how much candy I get... On Christmas Day, I have a pile of Reese's and I don't know what to do with it. So I'm eating a lot of Reese's. What am I drinking? Pumpkin cold brews. They're almost gone. So I have to get those in while they're still here. Because I won't get them again until August. And that's just a sad thing. Alright, what am I wishing? I'm wishing you a happy new year. I really am. I hope you have a great new year. Alright, we've got some questions. I'm going to go ahead and pull them up. Oh my gosh. Great questions here. Let's see. Did I get anything good for Christmas? I did. I got some good stuff. Um, one of my favorite things I got, I'll talk about the coaster-related stuff. Um, a really good photographer. I forget his name. TMP? Is that? I take really good pictures. Outstanding pictures. And... Um, my mom got me three of their photos to like hang up and either put them in here or in my office. I haven't really decided yet, but these are like art. These like, you know, some, some stuff is like nerdy, you know, like I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but like the posters, like they're cool and stuff, but like you can't really hang them in your house normally unless you have like a nerd room or in your bedroom, that sort of thing. This stuff, you can put in an office, and it looks very professional. So, really excited. I got like three photos framed from them. And uh, my father-in-law actually got me an awesome book, the unofficial Disney cookbook. And it has all the recipes of like awesome Disney food. The gray stuff, LaFuse Brew is in here. Tells you how to do funnel cakes. Um... What else? Mint juleps are in here, which I am pumped for. This is the best drink at Disney. Who knew that it was more like lemonade, club soda, mint syrup, cherries, and mint leaves. We're going to be making those for sure. I bet they're good with whiskey in them too, so we're going to find that out. But uh, we also, my wife and I got Silver Dollar City... Um, passports, so season passes. We said, screw you, World of Fun, we're out, peace, and we're going to Silver Dollar City next year. So we've got those bought, and that's going to be exciting. So plenty of weekend trips to check um, all the boxes and, and, and probably check all the events. So really excited. How you been? I've been good. Thanks for asking. That's a great question. I appreciate it. Not a lot of people ask how I've been. They ask me roller coaster stuff. Alright, what is the best holiday event at a park? What is the best holiday event at a park? You know, the easy answer is Silver Dollar City or Dollywood, but I do have a personal favorite. 
And it is Six Flags over Georgia's holiday event. And here's why. They do a great job with their event. They have some pretty good entertainment. A lot of streetmosphere stuff. They have most, if not all, their coasters open. Like, they close... I think they have Great American Scream Machine and Blue Hot closed right now. And then every other coaster is open. That's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a, a lot of park there. Which is kind of amazing that they're able to staff that. But you've got that. They've got a bunch of specialty cocktails. They've got great holiday food. And the lights are fantastic. They are. They're, you know, Silver Dollar City Dollywood, they have them on the lights. Okay. But what they do with their lights and their themed areas, I think they make up for it. So, my answer is Six Flags Over Georgia. That is my favorite holiday event. The coaster lineup with the really good lights, with the specialty food and drink. I think it's a great event. I really do. So that is my best holiday event at a park. Alright, which park has your favorite winter holiday event? Hey, I just answered that. Somebody asked it twice. I like that. Oh gosh. Do you feel hurt every day when you see Worlds of Fun and automated We're Closed tweet? Yes, I do. It hurts so much. And actually, it's kind of funny. When you asked that, I actually just got done almost trying to troll that tweet. I tr my, my instinct is to troll Worlds of Fun every time they tweet that. But uh, I know it's not going to do anything, so I, I try to avoid it. But I understand why they're doing it. Because I bet people are showing up saying, where the hell is Winterfest? And it's not there. And they're like, don't you follow us on Twitter? Yeah, that works. But, uh, yeah. It makes me very sad. Very, very sad. Alright. Excellent. So those are all the questions. I appreciate you guys asking those. Continue to ask those all week. Um, what I'm going to do, if you ask a question and I answered it on the show, I'm going to send you a Starbucks gift card. So I'll send you a message. And um, I'm going to buy you a drink on me. Alright, to end the show, I'm going to end it with a dad joke. So here we go. How did the barber win the race? He knew the shortcut. That's it. That's Coffee with Coaster. I appreciate you guys joining in. Uh, make sure that this is going to be a weekly... Well, our podcast is going to now be weekly because of Coffee with Coaster Bro. So you're going to see Coffee with Coaster Bro coming at you every other week uh, to make our podcast a complete weekly podcast. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you have a great Christmas weekend and a happy new year. We've got some uh, some fun shows that are going to be planned for you guys coming up. Um, I'm trying to assemble a crew and we're going to do a draft for the best best but there's going to be some sort of holiday not holiday theme park mascots we're going to draft theme park mascots we're going to put a team together and you guys are going to vote so i've got i've got a fun little fun few people that are very funny they're going to be great and uh, i think that's going to be the next show to pop up on your feed so appreciate the hell out of you guys coffee with coaster bros back and i'm happy to be here love you all Ew. I'm not going to do that ever again. See you later.